Well, I just want to welcome everyone here to Embrace at all of our campuses. We're so excited that you are here. My name is Adam. I'm one of the pastors here. and We are overjoyed that you've come. Also want to say happy Father's Day to the fellows at all of our campuses. Dads, I hope you feel loved. I hope you feel encouraged and celebrated today. Also just want to say that I've been praying for all the fellows across our campuses who this is kind of a hard day. Maybe you're a guy and you want to be a dad, but for whatever reason you're not, or maybe your dad has passed away. Maybe growing up your dad was not present. And so if that is you, just wanted you to know that I'm praying for you today. I also want to give a shout out to my own dad, Jim. Uh, dad, if you're listening right now, uh, if I haven't said it lately, you're my hero. I mean, you are my hero. You're who I looked up to and I have looked up to my entire life. I've never been more proud uh, to be your, your son. Uh, dads, for all of us, being a dad is one of the most important roles that we could possibly have, right? Um, but I just want to encourage you, this is now my 11th Father's Day. I feel like I am just a rookie, but I have found out that honestly, when it comes to being a dad, so much of it is just showing up. So much of it is just being present. So much of it is just being there. Again, though, dads, just want you to feel encouraged, celebrated, honored today. Know that God is using you, imperfections and all, in an awesome, awesome way. Uh, well, now last week, uh, we started a new series called Follow. And as I shared, this has been a series that has been stirring within my heart for some time now. And it's also a series that I truly believe those of us who call Embrace Home are wanting to hear. Why? Because I think there's a bunch of us here who have been a Christian now for a few months now. And God is, God is moving in some awesome, powerful ways. Or maybe we've been a Christian for a few years now, possibly 10 or 20 years. And either way, we're just wondering, where do we go from here? Like, like, what's the next step? I mean, I'm a follower of Jesus, but what do I do next? Or I'm stuck in a rut, and I just kind of feel like I'm going through the motions. Again, I'm just wondering, what is the next step that I am supposed to take? And so again, the series is called Follow. And in this series, we're just trying to figure out what does it mean and what does it look like to really follow Jesus? Like, like, truly, what does it mean? I mean, Jesus approaches us, every single one of us, and regardless of who we are or where we've been, regardless of our last name, our income level, our screw-ups in life, regardless, Jesus, he comes, and he approaches us and invites us to come and follow him. Get this, the word follow that Jesus uses does not mean just to walk with or to tag along with. Instead, Jesus is saying, join me, watch me, talk with me, act like me, do everything just like me, and ultimately become and be just like I am. And so again, throughout this series, we're just trying to figure out what does it look like and what does it mean to follow Jesus? And if you were not with us last week for week one, I want to encourage you stronger than almost any other week to go back and listen to week one. This is a five-week series, and really we're building the remainder of this series off of week one. So go grab it on iTunes, go to IamEmbrace.com, go to Facebook, go somewhere and listen to week one. But now moving ahead for today... Again, there are so many different directions that we could go with things, but for today, we're going to talk about following the words of Jesus, listening and following what Jesus has 
to say. And so if you would at this time, I'm going to have us open up our Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 7. Across our campuses, I want to challenge you to open up your Bible to Matthew chapter 7. There's something powerful that happens when we open up the Bible. So again, Matthew 7, leading up to this, Jesus is just getting to the very end of the longest message that we have from him. It's known as the Sermon on the Mount. And in this sermon, in this message of Jesus, Jesus has talked with his followers about being a light to others. And he's talked about loving other people, including our enemies. And Jesus has told them about letting our yes be yes and our no be no. And he's talked about money and not serving it. Again, he's talked about all these different things. And then getting to our verses for today, again, Matthew 7, starting in verse 24, here is how Jesus ends his message. Jesus says, anyone who listens to my teachings and follows it is wise. Like a person who builds a house on solid rock, Though the winds come and the rains come and the floodwaters rise, then beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teachings and doesn't obey it is foolish. Like a person who builds a house on sand, when the rains come and the floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. And on that note... Did anyone growing up singing the wise man song in Sunday school? Anyone across to our campuses? Let's go for it, all right? The wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. This is really awkward. And if you, if you don't know this song, you don't know Jesus. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Here is Jesus, though, talking with a group of his followers. And he keeps things about as simple as they possibly can get. Like, they, they cannot be any more basic. And so today, we're going to follow Jesus' lead, and we're going to keep things as simple as we possibly can as well. And so moving forward, for all of us here today, if we want to follow Jesus, what is one of the very first things that we need to do? Well, as the foundation of our story, like it's just assumed, Jesus tells us that we first need to listen. We need to listen. Like it's just assumed in our story. It's the starting point of our story. Jesus says that as his followers, we need to listen to his teachings. We need to listen to his words. We need to hear and listen to what Jesus has to say. With this, just to answer the first question for us, first off, how can we some 2,000 years later listen and hear from Jesus? Well, thankfully, we are given the Bible, right? And you see, these words in the Bible are more than just words. Instead, we're told that it is the very word of God and that it is alive, it is living, and it is active, which is crazy, right? It's like so often, I know I myself, I even say this myself, it's like I just wish I could hear from God. Like I just wish I could hear from Jesus. I just wish I could hear what Jesus has to say and hear from Jesus himself when Jesus has already said so much and we're just not listening. I mean, don't tell me that God isn't speaking if our Bibles are closed. Just to say that one more time, don't tell me that God isn't speaking. Don't tell me I wish I could hear from God if our Bibles are closed. And speaking of listening, when Jesus says to listen to his words, at this time he meant to audibly listen to his words. Like they did not have a written Bible at this time. They didn't have a Bible that you could underline and circle and highlight. They did not have those things. Instead, he's saying, just take these words in and just audibly listen to what I have to say. 
Honestly, if we're a person who struggles to read and struggles to read and understand the Bible, and so we listen to the Bible in our car, we listen to the Bible on on our phone, we listen to the Bible some way, we're actually probably taking in the words of Jesus in the most biblical, accurate way possible. But get this, Jesus is not concerned with how we listen. He's not concerned with how we hear from him. Instead, he just wants us to listen. Doesn't care how. I mean, as Christians, we love to make things more complicated than they need to be, don't we? And we love to use big fancy words and hoping that it will sound more deep. And yet Jesus is one of the simplest communicators of all time. I mean, what I love about Jesus and his word is that what he shares is so unexplainable that the wise can't fully grasp it. So unexplainable that the wise can't fully understand what it's trying to say. And yet in the same breath, it's so basic. It's so simple that a child, even a kid, can hear and understand and listen and can comprehend exactly what Jesus is trying to say. With this, honestly, one of the coolest things in my life right now, if you were to ask Adam, what's one of the coolest things in my life? I would respond, no, no question, it's seeing my oldest son, Hudson, read through the Bible. Hudson has just been reading the Bible, and it's like, I have no idea who he is learning this stuff from. You know, it's like, why? This is crazy. It's definitely not as a result of me, but he's read through the first few books of the Old Testament, just finished Luke this last week, and has jumped in headfirst into Acts. I try not to ask him about it. I try not to mention it. I don't want him to feel like he needs to read his Bible to impress his old man, and so I try not to mention it. But almost daily, at least every other day, he'll just come to me and say, hey, Dad, I'm reading the story. And that's crazy. Did you know that was in the Bible? I'm like, it is crazy. Hey, Dad, I'm reading the story. What do you think Jesus is trying to say? Dad, I'm reading this and I'm reading that. I'm not really sure. What what do you think it's trying to say? Again, the Bible, it's so unexplainable that the wise, the greatest scholars of all time can't fully grasp it. And yet it's so basic that even a child can open it up and they can hear exactly what Jesus is trying to say. It's awesome. That's the word of God. It is alive and active. One last thing when it comes to listening to Jesus and reading the Bible We wanted to make this as simple as possible for everyone. It's like, man, if someone is here today and it's like, I want to listen to Jesus, I I want to read through the Bible, we wanted to take away every possible excuse to that. And so if that is you, if you want to read through the book of the Bible, we created a simple devotional through the book of Mark. Just a simple devotion. It's a basic resource. You can go to imembrace.com backslash mark. There's a, details on the study guide as well. It's a 16-day devotional. It takes less than a minute to sign up. You'll get one email a day for 16 days. It'll share the basics of how to read the Bible, share some basic things that stuck out to myself. Just a simple resource. I, I know so often, even for, for, for me personally, it's like where do you start when you read the Bible? And what does it mean? And how do you understand it? And so again, we just wanted to create this simple resource that took away every possible excuse for us. So again, for all of us here, if we want to follow Jesus, one of the first things we need to do is we need to listen to his words. But get this, that's just the start. I mean, again, in our story, that's the baseline. Just being honest, as your pastor, so far, we actually haven't addressed anything that Jesus is trying to say in our verses. Like, it's just assumed that we're going to listen, but Jesus, he takes it further. Again, to read these verses, just a part of them. One more time, Jesus says, anyone who listens to my teachings and follows it is wise. But anyone who hears my teachings and does not obey it is 
foolish. Again, Jesus takes it further, and he says, more than listening, it's the person who listens and follows my words that is wise. This word follow here means to act, like action. It can mean to live out. It can mean to put into practice. And so what Jesus is saying is he's saying, I'm glad you've listened. That's awesome. I actually, I'm actually just going to assume that you've listened. But as my followers hear this, more than just listening, you need to act on my words. As my followers, you need to live out my words. As my followers, you need to put these words into practice. Because if you just hear my words, and if you just listen to my words, I don't know how to say this really, but you're a fool. I don't don't know how to say this, but if you just listen and you actually don't practice them, I don't know how to just tell you this, but you're like a fool. You're like a man who builds his house, pours his foundation on sand. I don't know how to explain this, but you're foolish. Again, as followers of Jesus, we need to listen to the words of Jesus, but so much more. We need to practice them. I don't know about you, but I, I think so often for us as Christians... We think that it's just the person who listens to Jesus that is wise, right? Honestly, I had to read these words five times to get actually what Jesus is trying to say. As Christians, so often, we think it's the fool who doesn't listen and the wise person who listens that is wise, don't we? It's like, we think that. That's not what Jesus is saying. I mean, so often, we think it's the person who knows so much about the Bible and they know all the God answers that is wise and we think they're so godly and even for ourselves, it's just like we need to learn and study and read the Bible some more, which is fantastic, but often we stop there. And we go to our Bible studies and we learn so much about God. And we go to our small groups and learn so much about God, which is great, but we stop there. And we go to church and we hear all these awesome things and get warm fuzzies and all this new things about Jesus and what he said. And then we stop there while here's Jesus. And he's just like, listen to my words is great and it's so important. And yes, I, I hope that you'd listen to my words, but if you don't practice them, you don't live them out it's not just kinda but it's totally meaningless if you just listen to my words and you gather all of this information and all this biblical scholarness if you don't put it into practice it's not just kinda but it's totally empty you're not just kinda but you're completely a fool and through these verses just to sum up everything that we've covered so far today this week I sat with this text for hours and I was just like Jesus what are you trying to say to us What are you trying to say? And I I just heard Jesus saying, you want to know who the wise person is? Adam, do you want to know who the wise person is? It's the person who's been following me for a few months. It's the person who's been following me for 20 years. They may not know Greek. They may not know all the Bible answers, but it's the mechanic. It's the fisherman. It's the banker. It's the teacher. It's the tax collector who simply and fully listens to what I have to say and then puts the words into practice. You want to know who the wise person is? Not the biblical scholar necessarily instead it's just that simple man it's that simple woman who just listens ears wide open to what i say and then puts the words into practice they're like a person who builds their house on a solid rock so now as followers of jesus it's clear that we need to listen and practice the words of jesus but maybe you're just wondering like like how do we tangibly respond to this like, Pastor, where do, we, where do we go from here? Like, what do you want me to do? And if that's us, like Jesus today, I'm just going to assume that you're already listening to Jesus. 
If you're here today and you would call yourself a Christian, I'm just going to assume as the baseline that you're already daily listening to God by opening up the Bible. I'm just going to assume that. If that's not you, do not feel condemned. I am the last person who can throw a stone at anyone. If that's you, if you're a follower of Jesus and you're not listening, start today. Open up the Bible starting today. Sign up for the Mark study starting today. But again, I'm just going to assume as the baseline that we're already listening to Jesus. And so my challenge for us It's kind of like Nike. I'm more of an Adidas guy, but it's kind of like Nike. What's today's challenge? Just do it. What's the challenge? Just just do it. Just follow the words of, of Jesus. As Christians, get this, there are so many things in life that we do not need to pray about. As Christians, there's so many things we don't need to pray about. There's there's so many things that we don't need to wonder about. Why? Because Jesus himself has already made them crystal clear. And so just do it. When we open up and read our Bibles and there's something that contradicts our life, when there's something we don't like, just do it. Just do it. Don't be like a fool who just listens. Instead, actually do and put the words of Jesus into practice. And as, as a takeaway, just to get even more direct with all of us, What is the one thing that Jesus has so clearly challenged you with through his word that you just haven't followed through with? What's that one thing that Jesus has so clearly laid out for you? You've read it a ton of times. Maybe you've read it a couple of times. Jesus has made it so crystal clear. What is it? What is that one thing that Jesus has just made so obvious that you just haven't done? Whatever it is, just go do it. Just go do it. It's easy to get stuck in a rut, isn't it? As Christians, many of us are really good at reading our Bibles, and we're even better at rationalizing all the way, and as a result, nothing changes. And so what is that one thing? Maybe it's forgiving someone in our lives. Jesus tells us to forgive. Maybe there's a family member. Maybe it's our own dad. What a powerful thing on Father's Day to forgive our dad. Maybe it's loving someone, a specific person in our life. We struggle to love our coworker. We struggle to love our spouse when Jesus tells us to love even our enemies. Maybe it's our yes being yes. We're the person who constantly flakes out. Yeah, I'll, I'll call you next week. Sure you will. I'll show up there. Sure you will. Uh, yep, we're going to come over. Sure you will. Maybe your yes just needs to be yes. Maybe it's gossip. You worship Jesus constantly, and yet garbage comes out of the same, same exact mouth. Maybe it's serving. Maybe it's serving. It's like you have all the Jesus stickers all over your car, but you can't remember the last time you served anyone other than yourself. You're part of a church, and you can't remember a time that you actually got your hands dirty for the church. It's like, I can't remember the last time I did it. Maybe it's money. Jesus is clear, don't serve two masters. You love Jesus so much, and everybody should follow Jesus except with your money. So maybe it's tithing. When? Today. What is it? What's that one thing? Maybe it's your life. Just everything, Jesus. I just want to follow you. I just want to follow you. Again, what is the one thing that we've rationalized that we just need to put into place? Jesus has made it clear in his Bible that we just haven't done. Just think about how our lives would drastically change. Just like a simple man, a simple woman, we just began to open up the word. It was just like, Jesus, I'm doing exactly what you tell me. I'm doing exactly what you tell me. In my private life, in my marriage, with my company, I'm doing exactly what, what, what you do. Jesus would tell us we're like a wise man who built this house on the rock. My favorite part of the, of the story we didn't even get to 
Jesus says, when the rains come and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against your house, my translation, when life shows up. Anybody experienced life before? Just the trials and crap of life. Jesus says, when we listen to his words and we follow through with his words, when the rains come and the wind beats against our house and the floodwaters rise during the storm and after it, if we're standing on him, our house, our life will remain unmoved. Remain unmoved. Closing things up today, last week we, we said that following Jesus isn't about a to-do list, it's not a checklist, it's not a moral code, instead it starts within the heart. It starts within the heart. And we handed out these, camp, these, these compasses at all of our campuses, and the, the question on the back just simply asks, what direction are you heading? I just want to ask that again. What direction are you headed? What direction are you running? Are you falling more in love with Jesus? Are you running after him? Are you fully sold out to Jesus and what he has to say? Because when we're running after Jesus, our heart, our actions, our lives, they can't help but change. It, we don't change be, because we hope God will love us. We don't do things because we hope God will love us. God, he already loves us. Instead, we change. Instead, we follow him because we love him. It's like he's loved us so well, our only response is to love him. We don't change hoping he'll love us. He does. Instead, we change. We make decisions. We make tweaks in our lives because we love him in return. For myself, I first read through the Bible as a freshman in college. I've mentioned that before. For the first time, I read through it start to finish as a freshman. And right before that, I can remember just getting to the place where I was so tired of listening to myself. Everything I did didn't work. I was so sick of hearing myself. I was so sick of listening to me. I was so tired of doing what I thought was best. I didn't know what was best. And so as I began to open up the Bible, I can just remember praying, Jesus, I'm listening. I'm all ears. I don't know up from down. My life is broken. It doesn't work with me and at the driver's seat. And so I'm all ears. And more than that, I want to do anything you tell me to do. Even if I struggle with it, even if I disagree with it, even if it's not popular, I am listening to everything that you have to say. Again, for all of us here, what is that one thing you just know the Lord has challenged you with? He's made it so clear through his word. I pray that whatever it is, that we would do it. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, Heavenly King, we come before you thankful. And I'm so thankful, just as a simple person myself, that you speak in a way that I can understand. You speak in a way that we can grasp what you're trying to say. God, for all of us across our campuses, I pray that we'd be people who would be founded on you. We'd be founded on your word. We'd be founded on your truth, that we would listen, that we would hear exactly what you're trying to say. But so much more than that, like my heart, so much more than that. God, more than listening and hearing and gathering facts about you, would we practice them? Would we put them into place? We live by your words, not our own. Lord, we love you. We pray all these things in the name of Jesus.